0: Welcome to Big Boy Gaming? A podcast about games and the big boys who play them? What? Huh? <laughs> Can you... Those words came out of my mouth hole, and I can't believe it, John Is this George. a new
1: show, or... Why, are, is, why, is, why is this still the Big Boy Movies podcast? What,
0: uh, what's up? <laughs> uh, 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 well, the way I see it here is this is going to be a spinoff. If, if I ever am able to just tear down your will like i have for the last few months and make you play (laughs) a video game then this is the home of those discussions where we talk about video games specifically free of video game victor and his influence and his sort of um barging into my house and and eating all of my doritos Uh, Uh, this is our time to talk about video games and also (laughs) it's marty's time to be even more confused than he usually is
1: yeah he is uh, speaking of video game victor he doesn't have a mic but he is helping marty produce because marty thinks that producing is different when we talk about a different topic uh so he's very confused even though it's the same thing he just has to check our levels uh it doesn't matter what we're talking about marty you still just have to check our levels, you know?
0: Yeah, Marty, the, the levels go up and down regardless <laughs> if we're talking about TV shows because we've done that before and you've been fine. Yeah. So it's, you know, he's he's just shaking his head violently. He still doesn't <laughs> understand. That's all right. I, I tried to show Marty my, my PlayStation 4 earlier today and he actually, like his eyes rolled back in his head um almost like he was possessed by a demon he could not even <laughs> comprehend the the concept of a playstation
1: you know i i even told him like it plays blu-rays marty it plays blu-rays it still plays movies and he was still just unresponsive just nothing yeah. nothing out of him <laughs> it was upsetting but uh yeah oh, we're yeah. talking about a video game today uh and it's a cinematic video game as marty it told is me as well
0: it is a uh yes it's well marty's got a firm stance that video games can't be cinema um (laughs) because we all know cinema is i guess martin scorsese movies and uh martin scorsese would his his little fingers did not touch uh the last of us part one which is what we will be discussing today um but maybe along the way we can find what the really pretentious word for video games is cuz you have movies right and you have cinema and films and we all sort yeah. of use those but we only have one word for video games right yeah that's true i don't know what the
1: the i don't know any other words for video games
0: yeah cuz like even comic books you can call like a fancy comic book can be a graphic novel ooh yeah i read i read the graphic novel watchmen and that's ooh. that's fancy that's not a comic book i novels kid. are for grown adults yeah, I don't, I don't read comics. I'm not like a 10-year-old boy. I read graphic oh, yeah. novels. <laughs> yeah. So I think we're going to just have to coin the term somewhere along the way here yeah. and yeah, figure yeah. out what the fancy word for video games is so you don't embarrass yourself at your it's, family dinners.
1: It's probably like interactive visual something. Yeah. <laughs> interactive visual me- medium. Interactive yeah, visual media just media interactive It doesn't roll media. off
0: the tongue like cinema though i think yeah, interactive true. is the right is the right direction like okay okay we're almost my there. my interactive narrative experience yes. <laughs> yes interactive narrative experience i think that's pretty good yeah that's, well we can fine-tune <laughs> it. i think that's a good place to start
1: yeah yeah <laughs> i did not play a video game i am doing an
0: interactive narrative experience <laughs> yes that i've I am above video games. This is no game, sir. There are no (laughs) points in this one. I ain't collecting a single coin. This is a narrative
1: that I happen to be able to interact with. Yeah. So.
0: Sir, at the bus stop where we both are.
1: (laughs) Um. I guess before we get into games, do you have any movies or shows that you watched this past week you want to talk about? Well,
0: it's, it's big boy gaming. I uh, I feel like I say, I say, <laughs> fuck it. Well, I guess I will mention I st- I've still been watching Fargo. I finished season one. It's it's really good. Uh, oh, and yeah. I started season two and it's, it's still really good. I'm not as into season two yet as I was into season one, but I'm going to give it some time because I'm only a few episodes in. And uh, once again, uh, all these people have shown up where I'm like, how'd they get all these famous people? <laughs> yep. <laughs> well, season one, like, I feel like
1: starts off with like something that really grabs you in, but season two yeah. does not. Season two is more of a slow, slow builder.
0: Season two has its big inciting incident that starts it off, but it's not as interesting because Billy Bob Thornton isn't there. <laughs>
1: exactly. If Billy Bob Thornton were there, man, would I be pulled in? Even though Mike I would Freeman be so myron freeman's voice is in season two at some point so
0: oh okay cool uh yeah. i'll keep an ear out for that but i was gonna say i feel like fargo should just be an anthology of like billy bob thornton's i guess ancestors <laughs> or like lineage but it's always played by him and it's the same character they're just in different time periods in minnesota <laughs> have different names yeah <laughs> slightly yeah, they all different have the same names, last though. name yeah um, it's, it's all malvo obviously
1: yeah but it yeah it's, has- it's
0: lauren malvo and like I don't know, Jude, Malvo. It's just different. Oh, yeah, he plays a woman one season, but it's still Billy Bob Thornton. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: (laughs) See, I like this. This this is probably what season four is going to be. Yeah. So, which is supposed to come out this year, but it got delayed a bit.
0: Yeah, no, I saw the the trailer for it. It it does not appear to have Billy Bob Thornton in it.
1: No, it doesn't. Uh, I did not watch the trailer for it yet, though. I never Uh, finished season three, though. I got halfway through season three. And didn't finish, unfortunately. Mm, yeah, because it was boring,
0: well, sad. That's that's what I've been watching. Uh, and then I can I have some other stuff. Is there anything you've been? Yeah, I've been watching community. Into? Still been watching oh, community. Yeah.
1: Still, I did, today we just watched World Season Three Episode Ten, which is the Christmas episode where they uh, replace the Glee Glee Club. Oh which my is God! Fantastic! God, so the show is good. so good. This whole season has been like really good, like just hit after hit. Yeah, um, I, I I mean yeah, this show's amazing. Um, yeah, I did not I, expect to like it this much, honestly. So, is that the first Glee episode? the The only other Glee they mentioned Glee before, but it is. Um, in that like episode, that's like a parody of clip, like a clip episode. Oh, because right, th- right, right. They just take like clips from moments we have never seen and weren't in the show, which I thought was brilliant as well.
0: Yeah, um, no, I I love that Glee episode. The line that always st- stuck with me the most was Abed is singing with the Glee teacher. I forget the exact line, but he's basically like Glee. The characters sing what they mean instead of making a face. And I thought that was so much like (laughs) so clever is them just like lampooning like musicals where everyone has to sing their emotions and there's just like no subtlety. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Which is like community sort of like the anti sitcom where they try to like build like more nuance into, into what they're doing and the show like failed because of it.
1: Yeah, basically. But now it's God. I can't believe I didn't. I mean, I probably wouldn't have understood as well if I watched it when it came out, but now I have so much appreciation for ah, it. Abed's like my favorite character by far. Oh, he's, he's so good. He's so good. Um, and I love that actor a lot. He's also in Mythic Quest, so that's where I knew him yeah. from first. Um, and he's and he plays like a douche in that one. Um, yeah. So it's pretty different. But yeah, I the whole cast is nuts too. I can't believe Donald Glover's there. Like I'm, every time I watch yeah. him, I'm like, that guy did This is America. That guy is... Yeah, Very I know it's enough. so
0: wild because that was like one of his first things because um, I think he wrote for 30 Rock a little bit and then he did Community and if you watch some like behind the scenes stuff for Community, you'll see him like when they're not doing a take, he'll be sitting on the couch with like his laptop like mixing beats and wow. it's so weird to watch now because you're like, oh man, I listened I, to I would, that album like, he was making probably. If, yeah, if only we knew it was coming like, yeah, God, um, it's crazy yeah it's it's nuts it's it's so good that he's there and he said he'd be on board to do the movie if they ever do the movie so uh, yeah i'd Which be I'm excited really for. excited for that
1: yeah and it's also giving I, when i like rick and morty a lot and i always appreciate justin roiland but i didn't give dan Harmon as much props as i should have now that i've watched community and i'm like oh dan Harmon's very good he might be yeah. the reason why rick and morty's really good especially yeah, now that i
0: watched justin roiland's new show and it's not that great <laughs> yeah no i mean yeah damon Harmon is is extremely clever with those kinds of shows um but also uh so this is big boy gaming i can talk about some games yeah did um, you play are you going to talk about valor your valorant games this week or? <laughs> i'm gonna mention that we have also been playing valorant but that game sucks and i hate it so <laughs> i don't want to mention it too much um and also i realized i haven't been playing that more <laughs> that many games i literally yesterday i just started my new game plus platinum run of last of us part 2 so i'm i'm not that far into it right now i'm in like the first quarter of the game and i'm basically doing the playthrough where i just follow a guide the whole time so i can get all the collectibles so i can get the platinum trophy classic um which has been nice because obviously there's so much stuff you pick up the second time you play a game. And also because I'm doing the collectible run, I have to explore every corner of the map. And I'm hearing so many more of the like side dialogues that the characters have when they're just exploring the world Uh, there's just like all these little details that I didn't totally notice my first time playing because the first time I was like, well, I'll explore a little bit, but I'm here for the story. So I played it at my own pace and now I'm basically being forced to play it at the slowest pace possible. Yeah. Um, which, which helps give me a little bit of appreciation for, not that I didn't already appreciate it, but, um, it's, it's a different way to play, which is nice and excited to get that Platinum finish it for my second time even though i know it's going to destroy me emotionally again uh which i'm still not totally ready for but yeah it's uh i'm on my way with that yeah uh i i think it's
1: always nice to play games like not the first time with a guide but eventually with a guide because then you you get to cover all the bases everything you miss which is nice um and i like yeah i like using guides to just like realize how much there is because you missed a ton and yeah there, there's a lot of effort put into the game that you weren't able to see uh which is always great i'm excited to play last of us 2 after last of us i'm mm-hmm. almost there i'm about to go to michigan which um for like two weeks so that means i have to play last of us 2 on my brother's ps4 which is fine oh bring damn it with me
0: the brother ps4
1: but it's a better ps4 because i have like the ps4 slim or whatever it's called the the Mm -hmm. small one and he has the he has an actual ps4 (laughs) like (laughs) a
0: ps4 pro uh yeah i think so okay yeah that's what i have that's the 4k hdr um actually when i was (laughs) when i was playing today on my replay i realized that i was having a similar issue with you where everything was super dark um so my official tip is make the room you're in as dark as possible. That makes everything easier to see on the screen. Um, that is a good tip. Yeah, that because uh, I realized I was like, man, I can't see anything. And I remember being able to see stuff before. And it was because usually I was playing that game in the middle of the night. Ah. And so the sun <laughs> was not shooting into my eyeballs while I was playing the game. I mean, I, you can see here the <laughs> the sun just beams directly into those windows in front of my TV yeah uh, and that'll do lasers it. out my eyeballs um, that'll definitely do it yeah
1: yeah but I, I mean if we're talking about what games we have playing yeah valorant with you and charlie and i i have to agree i am not liking valorant the more and more i play it <laughs> i'm just getting <laughs> i'm getting so much more frustrated with it every game sucks i played overwatch before, right before this podcast and actually enjoyed myself Yeah, I
0: I guess I should mention, me and my friend Kristen play Overwatch a lot together. Um, I've been playing that a lot this week with her. And uh, actually, Kristen's been on this podcast. Um, But yeah, I've just been playing the game and I'm like, this is fun. (laughs) I like turn on the game and then I have fun. And Valorant is like stressful and infuriating. And I think the last time I truly had fun with Valorant is when we did that five stack with my other coworker. Um, yeah. Because we could actually just coordinate and talk, and like if we messed up, we were like whatever. Yeah, um, exactly. It's it's but, mostly
1: the other people that piss me off in Valorant. Yeah, <laughs> basically. But yeah, it is way more stressful. It's just I'm gonna, I feel like I'm gonna die like ten years earlier from all the Valorant I played at this point. Like I I don't know. I'd gone to Overwatch, InstaLock, Torbjorn, and I was like, this is the life.
0: Yeah, um, honestly, put Torbjorn <laughs> in Valorant. It's the only way to fix it at this point.
1: Straight up, um, and I just yeah. released competitive uh, open queue today, which means you don't have to roll oh, lock cool. anymore, and it's and that was fun, I guess, because everyone's playing DPS and no one was like yelling at each other. Everyone's like, "Yeah, this these were the good old days when we could all play DPS."
0: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know exactly. It was the, it's like the good old days, except if you all play DBS, someone would be yelling that we don't have healers and tanks. But now people know there's a place for that. And this is where you fuck around.
1: Yeah, So exactly. competitive fuck
0: around <laughs> sounds fun. Yeah,
1: which it is pretty fun. Um, and besides that, I have been shiny hunting in Pokemon, which is a lot more fun when I do it like an hour a day instead of what I originally did when I shiny hunt was like <laughs> 20 hours straight, basically, which was awful. Yeah. And it's a lot more fun when it's just like an hour a day and I'll eventually get my shiny and I'm fine with that
0: yeah no i i've never had the brain for that so (laughs) i i'm never gonna do that yeah i'm just like a i'm just a collector
1: i i am obsessed with collecting things and especially pokemon for some reason
0: yeah well i'll tell you last of us 2's collectibles are by far better than the first one um okay so that's that's really getting me through my platinum run is i'm like ooh, i want to find all these little doodads scattered around the world
1: well, we should uh, start off our Last of Us review with a review of the collectibles, right? Our our right. discussion. So, <laughs> uh
0: I literally won't talk about the collectibles in Last of Us 2 cuz they might like someone might consider that a spoiler. Um yeah. So I'm not going to do that. But collectibles in Last of Us 1, it was just like the firefly pendants, right? Yeah,
1: pretty much. I I did it. not spend too much time collecting things at all. I was Yeah. I mean, I was on more of like a timer here <laughs> to try to finish that's this That's true. Game. That's fair. At um, first, especially. so.
0: And for your first playthrough, like spending time, like looking through every corner and, and every dark passageway to try and find this shit, it's like not worth it, especially in the first game. The platinum for that game is really hard, and I've never done it because I've just never had the patience, uh, which is why I'm glad Last of Us 2 has a very attainable, arguably too easy platinum. Mm. um but yeah no that first game if you play that game through your first time without a guide just playing it you get maybe like two or three trophies which is nuts dang yeah i i think i only got like one or two trophies yeah well because there's no like usually a lot of these games will have like finish this chapter and you get a trophy or like pick up your first a weapon, and you get a trophy. Last of Us has none of that. You get a trophy for finishing the game, and that's <laughs> like the only story-based trophy is just finish the game. Very good. I did that. Yeah. So, yeah. Everyone You've should You got at least one of those trophies on your shelf.
1: Hell yeah. <laughs> and I love my PlayStation trophies. I don't really care about trophies that much.
0: I care about shiny
1: Pokemon, clearly, not trophies. Yeah,
0: I care about trophies... <laughs> To a certain, I care about them as much as I can until I hit a wall, and I'm like, like what really prevented me from getting Last of Us Platinum was like some like hyper conditional ones. I can't remember exactly, but there, in Naughty Dog games, there's usually like shoot three enemies with the same bullet, and it's like so I just have to like farm encounters until I can get three enemies to line up. Um, up until now, every Naughty Dog game has been like beat the game on the absolute hardest difficulty, which has always been super annoying for those games. Um, And then there were some online trophies because the first game had online and those are always like hit or miss because you're like, I don't know if I'll get those. Like the situation has to present itself to me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, I definitely did not beat this game on the hardest difficulty. No. Uh, I and that's the easiest difficulty. And what's great, like. Uncharted 4 sort of started this trend, but un, uh, Last of Us Part 2 has, like, its dif- difficulty and accessibility settings are the best, I think, of any game ever. Certainly be- the best of any AAA game that's come out. Um, and so, I it's very nice that they're removing the stigma of, like, what difficulty you play on, where it's like, oh, I beat the game on Ultra Nightmare, and it's like, they don't even call it that. It's, like, light, moderate... And hard or difficult or something like that they're very like neutral terms yeah yeah i don't know. I, I i wasn't
1: there i've also this was another timer thing i guess but also i don't i didn't really mind that it was it was still hard on easy to be honest <laughs> like i was yeah. still having trouble with it so i was like yeah i belong on this difficulty i haven't like played <laughs> with i haven't played a video a shooter with like a controller in a very long time i play like mm nintendo games with a controller and then um sports games so it's it had been a <laughs> while it had been a while yeah. for sure no uh,
0: baseball in the last of us
1: yeah n- no baseball but that's okay they did talk about football at one point because ellie was like what's football? <laughs> the fuck is that
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh but yeah should we just like should i hop into my opinions on this game here
0: yeah I mean I guess we can do general impressions I guess you know obviously if you haven't played this game you absolutely should Uh, it's it's great and I guess we'll do spoiler free just in case because I feel like a lot of people now might be going back like you did yeah exactly like oh I'm hearing all about this last of us two, but what about the first one (laughs)
1: there's a part one Um, yeah this this game is great this game is great I the characters are great I enjoyed it like Especially for every time I do something that's like zombie related or post-apocalyptic related at this point, I'm like, God, this is so this has happened so often. Like, I feel like I've seen Mm -hmm. everything. Uh, But luckily with this one, it's like way more focused on the humans and the human part of the story than than anything else, I feel like. Um, And it's it's a lot of stuff that hasn't feels like it hasn't been explored as much in at least things i have seen which is very nice um and I, yeah overall i love the i mean the voice overall naughty dog games super cinematic in their cutscenes, even in the gameplay it's super cinematic um they like know how to you like feel almost like a director at some points like you're like the way you're playing it what you're doing is moving forward the story and moving forward the action, which is really cool. Um, and yeah, I mean, that's, yeah, I, my favorite the gameplay was frustrating at some points for me, but overall, I for for a game like this, I don't like. There were a lot of gameplay parts, but I think the main reason this game is amazing is it's really, really good story. Um, and I could, I, I don't know if they're still, like, trying to make a movie, but I could
0: easily see this just being a movie, too, honestly. Like, it's pretty damn good. Yeah, they are... uh, The guy who did Chernobyl, Craig Mazin, is working with Neil Druckmann now to make an HBO series for Uh, The Last of Us. That works, too. I don't know if it's going to be a Joel and Ellie story, or I kind of hope it's not. Um, I would much prefer if they just do a different story in that world, because I think the game does a good enough job presenting the joel yeah. and ellie story that like we don't really need a tv show um but yeah that's that's what's in the works currently yeah i i
1: agree i i think this is fine like it, there doesn't need to be anymore <laughs> you know me i'm not all, i'm not about remakes or anything like that but yeah um i i think that would be fantastic like a fargo situation where they just get enter that world take that ip and mm-hmm. enter, enter some new characters in there Um, but yeah, I also really liked how it was structured to, I liked the season structures it made me feel like there was progression. I mean, it takes a place over like a whole year basically. And it, it, like it gave me time to breathe too. That felt really nice as well. Like, I feel like it's paced really well in that way. I think the only one that maybe was like paced, just like it was the first section because it was the longest one by far. And it, it just felt like it kept going on and on. But then after that section, like I think it was paced extremely well, um, and was super enjoyable. Um, fall, winter, and spring are the last three seasons. Yeah. That's, and they're all, I've like those three seasons. I've, I love the first one is my least favorite season, but only cause it's, it was super long. Um, yeah. and very gameplay heavy, which I was not into gameplay. To the, into the gameplay at the time because that's the darkest section too. Like most of the things happen at night, and as we talked about earlier, I had dark issues. So
0: yeah, um, yeah, no, I think you you're hitting the nail exactly on the head. Like everything you say, I definitely echo. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess general impressions for me, I played this game a lot. Uh, I played it when it came, first came out in 2013. While I was still in high school, about to go into college, which is crazy to think about now. Um, and yeah, it, it just blew me away that like... Because I'd played narrative games before. Obviously, Uncharted had been before this. We had three Uncharted games leading into this game. Um, and just sort of the the way they handled everything was beyond anything I had seen in a game before. Like it's most games when they are M for mature, it's like you're shooting guns and you're saying (laughs) fuck. And it's like grand theft auto or call of duty or something ridiculous. Like, uh, I don't know those that like Wii game mad world where the whole point of the game is just (laughs) blood and guts. Um, and it's so wild now to at that point in time to have seen a game that wasn't just mature in the sense of there's blood and guts where this game is one of the most like brutally violent like viscerally violent games out there. Um, but in terms of like theme and, and emotion and character actually like elevating itself. Um, and I, I like the gameplay. I agree the, the gameplay is not the strongest part of this one although i think it still works um i i w- i don't want to compare last of us two too, too much in this this episode because i want it to be about the first game but the gameplay in part two definitely improves a lot uh but yeah it's it is a journey it is unforgettable and i also agree that the the season structure i think worked so well for the story they were telling and, and was able to bring us to like so many different places which was super cool
1: yeah, I was, cl- I was glad about that because a lot of games obviously take place in like one city. Are they like focused like, oh, this is going to be L.A. or yeah. New York? And this one like takes you through a bunch of different start- starts in Boston, which is where I am right now. So that was cool. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I definitely liked that we were able to travel around and and
0: also get to see the seasons and stuff like that, which was, which was nice. Uh, yeah, that's what's uh, so nice about Naughty Dog Games is they... I'm saying this, but Last of Us Two, you don't do as much globe trotting. But Naughty Dog games up until this point are, are very good at like bringing you to all these different places, um, which you don't get, uh, especially since so many games now are based on open world maps, where it's like this is the one place you are, and it's really big, but you don't feel like you've gone very far. Yeah, only certain game like grand theft auto it's just like this is
1: la it's pretty much all the same but then you have like breath of the wild which is like a million different like terrains like a desert like all over the place yeah. I mean, it depends on game to game but yeah definitely especially uncharted where you're literally like treasure hunting so you're you are going yeah, you're all, all over, over the world.
0: world it's indiana jones yeah
1: exactly um so yeah i thought that was really cool i guess my least favorite part about the gameplay is i just wanted more shotgun
0: bullets but i wasn't getting enough <laughs> <laughs> well john there is a genre known as survival horror and in survival horror games they don't really like giving you shotgun bullets Please. unfortunately <laughs> I, that was my favorite
1: gun naughty dog come on give me more yeah. shotgun bullets
0: yeah what's funny is in uncharted 4 they added uh, some accessibility options so you could literally just get unlimited shotguns and unlimited shotgun bullets so i think you would probably love that <laughs> okay yeah i definitely yeah. would i mean i yeah obviously <laughs>
1: obviously it's survival game they i've heard people yeah. talk my friend neil who i don't know has, has been on the lighthouse episode of this podcast yeah he was on the lighthouse uh he didn't like last of us because you didn't get enough bullets um so he was <laughs> he wanted more bullets because he kept running out yeah um so unfortunate he, yeah he never finished the game because of that uh which i do have to text him to tell him i finished because he wanted to know my thoughts
0: oh okay yeah um yeah no it's it's a survival game they want you to switch up the guns you're using and shotgun is op in any kind of zombie game yeah uh, <laughs> but i felt it's so badass. One hit kill it's bad i know <laughs> but that's the unfortunate part is they don't want you to feel that way of course um
1: and then when you get like yeah, the- joel's
0: a badass all That's right. such a weird thing. Joel is
1: a badass. I guess I don't want to. Yeah. The next thing I was going to say might be a little spoilery. So,
0: yeah. So let's go to spoiler <laughs> town. We still got spoiler town on big boy gaming. Hell yeah. Spoiler town for
1: last of us. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, I really liked when you play as Ellie. I loved playing as Ellie for gameplay wise because her hunting rifle had like three bullets in the chamber. And my hunting rifle was not upgraded at all. And at that point I was, was like, like okay. I was like, oh, I should have been upgrading this gun because this upgraded gun is nuts. Like I really liked that upgraded hunting rifle, and I <laughs> I never got enough gears by the end of the game to get it to that point. But it was Yeah. I, I think
0: the it. way it works, I can't remember if, if the first one has new game plus, but the deal is like they don't give you enough parts to upgrade all of your guns all the way, so you mm. just have to like choose what you want and basically make do with that. Gotcha. Um, yeah
1: but yeah that's uh let's talk about story i guess because that's the biggest part yeah of the i think we should <laughs> we
0: can like take it through seasons but yeah. i mean first we got to talk about debt opening okay
1: um of course i have to uh i have the plot up i was telling bb before this i have the plot up on wikipedia you
0: remember the opening john <laughs> what's the opening you, again It's literally the most unforgettable sequence like jesus christ uh yeah no
1: you play as joel's uh daughter sarah and yeah she she dies so that's kind of sad
0: yeah that's that's a quick summary of the opening
1: <laughs> uh but that was god that was so f- fucked up i mean like that's I mean, zombie zombie apocalypse games where like the biggest villains are like the humans is that's the shit, you know. I don't want the zombies yeah. to kill Sarah. It is fucked up that the soldier goddamn killed Sarah. I
0: like that's that shit was fucked. Yeah. I hated that so it's much. So incredibly sad. And here's some behind the scenes. Actually, now that you finish the game, there is a making of documentary. I think yeah. it's called Grounded. Um, that I think you should definitely watch because there's a lot of great behind-the-scenes stuff. Um, But in that documentary, they talk about that scene specifically where Sarah dies. And they apparently had to shoot it like a million times. Um, I forget the actress's name, but obviously Troy Baker plays Joel. Mm -hmm. And they shot the scene, and they shot it again and again and again. And every time Neil Druckmann was like, we didn't quite get it. Like, We need to tweak this and tweak this. And obviously, as an actor, shooting a scene like that is really emotionally challenging because you have to relive like trauma over and over again to get the emotions you need. Yeah. Um, And so Troy Baker is just talking about like we had to keep doing it over and (laughs) over and it was killing me. And then even after they thought they were done, Neil called him again and was like, hey so we actually have to do that that scene again (laughs) Uh, and they they have the footage of like um troy baker and and the girl who plays sarah um filming that scene and all the different not all the takes but like a few different takes and how draining it was on them um i don't know if you know but the way they make this at least for the cutscenes, is they shoot them on a motion capture stage Mm -hmm. so the actors are physically interacting with each other and they they make like you know Uh, PVC pipe structures to represent the world and all this stuff so when those scenes happen the actors are there they're actually acting they're not just in a a voice booth which I think is really cool
1: yeah yeah um I figured the cutscenes all look amazing in this game um and the acting is so good Troy Baker's amazing um but yeah that scene was was so sad I mean just such a sad
0: way to kick it off I was like oh you gotta be kidding me yeah um, and uh, we get introduced to Joel's watch, which uh, doesn't last for very long.
1: No, it doesn't. It absolutely doesn't. God, just such a sad way to kick it off. And then
0: we get what? What is it? Like twenty years later? It cuts to twenty years, which is also crazy for this kind of story. Because usually, zombie apocalypse is like it just happened, and we're even like Walking Dead. Obviously, time passes because uh, Rick is in a coma but usually it's like the people who are in the world, like knew the old world and last of us, the only people who remember the old world are like 50 years old. Like Joel is 50 something in this game. Mm -hmm. Um, It's just crazy to think like 20 years pass. Yeah.
1: I think that's a really strong point to differentiate itself too, because you had Ellie throughout the game, be just talking about stuff that we know and Joel knows like football and stuff like that. Like I mentioned earlier um, but she, yeah, it, which it's a really interesting side of things. Cause Ellie like doesn't know what life was even like before this. Like she only knows yeah. this. So,
0: and it, it sets up for some really great environments. Obviously like last of us is defined by just everything is overgrown and broken down, uh, which you wouldn't necessarily get in sort of a near early post apocalypse. Whereas the like nature has completely reclaimed the earth And any remnants of humanity or them just like clinging on to these last remnants like the QZ Mm -hmm. in uh, Boston where we start is like that's the last of the military and there's no real chain of command. It's just like we're the military unit that's been here. So I guess we're just going to keep doing our thing even though like there's no government anymore. Yep. Um yeah that's definitely interesting too and
1: it's what makes makes it so beautiful all the nature in the game is uh, like all the textures on anything green is beautiful like and it stands out so much yeah because you're in this dead thing everything else is dead besides all the plants and stuff growing all over these buildings which is beautiful Mm -hmm. uh reminded me of i am legend actually
0: yeah, probably same quality, same caliber.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was like, when's Will Smith going to show up in this game?
0: <laughs> Could you imagine? <laughs> He's in Joel the. Joel turns one, right? on his radio and he
1: hears Will Smith. <laughs> He's like, oh, this guy's in New York. Should we go get him?
0: Yeah, we're in Boston. It'd be a lot easier than fucking Salt Lake City. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. Um, that was also it, like... The fact that it was 20 years later, like this, it started in Texas and now Joel's all the yeah. way up in Boston. So, and he even mentions that they were somewhere else before that. Like they, they were, they've been all over America since it happened, which is crazy. Yeah.
0: Yeah. The implication is that Joel like was a hunter at some point and then his brother joined the fireflies. So they've been doing like all this crazy shit. Um, and Joel has clearly done some, some pretty shady stuff in those 20 years. Mm hmm
1: um but yeah as far as um the old uh summer goes i guess is the the where it starts um mm-hmm. you had i mean at all st- Ellie's not even involved at the beginning right it's just tess and joel
0: yeah it's it's Ch- tess and joel shaking people down yeah. and then marlene introduces them um tess gets the old bite on her on her <sighs> damn arm yikes um and yeah that's she's like joel just like you can't fix me but maybe you could fix like the whole rest of the world can you do that and joel's like no i guess
1: (laughs) (laughs) joel does not want to take ellie anywhere he's just like no because i mean it makes sense like joel and tess are all about like let's not get ourselves killed here like they're super logical super smart about everything like they they are they do not want to get killed which makes sense yeah so no, they're, they're
0: smugglers and they're yeah. they're professionals yeah um but yeah that's that's sort of our kickoff and obviously you find out ellie is immune um there's you know we have those few story beats um and then i think it's it's straight to the brothers right uh yeah um but i will s- oh bill's town right yeah
1: bill's, bill's town, town, bill's is, town is there um I did like the immunity reveal, but all this immunity reveal, I got up to Tess, the test bite in my first playthrough of it ever, like four or five years ago. So mm-hmm. n- none of that was a surprise to me. This time I knew Tess was bitten and was going to die and that Ellie was um, bitten, but was immune. So yeah, uh, I don't have fresh reactions to those things at all because I <laughs> Had already known that before, but uh, yeah, I, d- I did like the immunity reveal for Ellie too um, because it did, it did like it immediately made Tess at least, and not maybe not Joel at f- quite yet, but Tess immediately was like, "Oh shit, this <laughs> she is Ellie is actually super important. Like we are delivering yeah. something really important here."
0: Yeah, um, it it establishes stakes really well right out of the bat mm-hmm. or right off the bat. Oh, yeah. I just combined right out the gate and right off the bat. Um, Very good. Yeah, very smart. Um, Yeah, I I really like the nice little side story in Bill's town about him and his partner and sort of the fallout they had, just how like horribly paranoid Bill was Mm -hmm. um, the whole time. Yeah, and telling Joel that he can't have,
1: not to have someone close to him. Because uh, you can't have people close to you. It just makes things complicated in the apocalypse.
0: You, yep. You, and uh, <laughs> here we are. <laughs> we, I mean, Bill was right. I don't think enough people give credit for Bill for being right. Yeah. Bill, very right. Uh,
1: and he has his own town. So he's got to be right. Yeah. You see Joel having Joel town? No. No. Joel doesn't have a town. Ellie doesn't have a town. None of these people have towns. Yeah. Bill does. Bill's got a town, my dude. <laughs> Absolutely does. Um, yeah, Bill's town was good. It was a smaller part for me, but I liked. Yeah, it, it wasn't like as like all that's you, you had to find like a letter from I forget Bill's partner's name, but
0: yeah, there is a bunch of cool, cool little s- subtle stuff in there um yeah the the letters are so great for world building in this game and i i feel bad for anyone who's like i don't want to read all this extra shit because it's all super interesting it's because um, it's because
1: it's because in other games it sucks baby like in most games that stuff sucks but in this game it's really good like in this game it's amazing all the like recorders and stuff like that i think like my favorite parts of bioshock and bioshock infinite are like the recorders and listening to the that stuff, um, I think it's yeah. super good world building in that game. And yeah, I
0: actually like I never even really thought of it that way before. Like, you're right. Most games when they put like audio logs or like extra reading in, you're like, I don't care. Like yeah. fucking Doom 2016 has pages and pages and pages of like lore and monster descriptions and i'm like this is doom i shoot gun and (laughs) run fast i'm not gonna stop shooting gun and running fast to read like 15 pages of of lore about how mars was colonized and they opened a dimension to hell like but yeah no this game absolutely nails it and bioshock does too i think although all everything in bioshock is audio Mm -hmm. so it's a little bit more digestible but yeah this game i think handles those artifacts uh, super well there's an artifact from last of us 2 going around right now uh, yeah. that's very good that i i hope you find on your playthrough that it's actually t- kind of tricky to find but i'll i'll send it to you if you don't find it
1: know, it's really good i know i missed some recorders in like the final section which i'm sad about because i heard one of the recordings and like i and i was so it was so good and i and it was like yeah. titled it was titled uh, like our uh someone's recording i can't remember two so i knew there was a first one that i had found and i was (laughs) like damn um yeah but yeah all that side stuff is great i read everything basically in this game and let's like Mm -hmm. when i'm playing story games like this i like full full out i'm like i have to find the details because those are the best parts of these games Uh, yeah so i and it's so good it's so good um what happened after Bill's town?
0: Yeah. So it's, it's Pittsburgh with the brothers, I yeah, believe. Yeah. yeah. Um, cause they drive out of Bill's town. They meet the hunters. You have that whole sequence where like Joel has to fight the hunters and they're trying to like cut him on that, like jagged glass in that one section. I remember <sighs> that always stuck with me. Yeah. Um, I think Ellie gets her first kill before they meet the brothers cause they're in the hotel mm-hmm. and, uh, the dude's drowning Joel. Ellie shoots him in the damn face to save Joel god Uh, yes Joel's finally like I guess I'll give her a gun
1: (laughs) (laughs) um yeah some are so long in this I for they are in Pittsburgh for a very long time before they meet the brothers actually yeah Uh, um because there is that whole that the whole beginning of Pittsburgh is that like giving the giving Ellie a gun part and like saving him from drowning which was nuts I was like oh holy shit um but yeah that whole section that, that that section gameplay wise i think was
0: where i was like okay time to switch to easy because i am dying like crazy <laughs> uh, yeah no the human battles are are definitely way harder than the the zombie oh, battles yeah. in these games and i usually um, whenever there were and, zombies by the end
1: i was just sneaking around
0: all of them basically um which was nice <laughs> yeah yeah and uh in pittsburgh i think it was the first time where another one great detail of these games caught me, which is like them kind of humanizing the people you're fighting. Um, Cause a lot of times if you approach the human encounters with stealth, you'll have moments where these guys will talk to each other and be like, Oh, we got the generator running. Uh, I think we can watch a movie tonight. And like, Oh, a movie? that'd be pretty crazy. Yeah. And you have that moment in your brain where you're like, oh, wait, they're not going to watch that movie tonight because I have to kill them to get to where I'm going.
1: <laughs> and that's sad. kind of sad. It is sad. I wish they could watch Like, God, imagine big boy movies in this world. It would just not exist, basically.
0: Well, <laughs> it would be tough to distribute our podcast. Yeah. I feel like they haven't explored that enough in The Last of Us podcasts. Universe. You know, where are the podcasts? <laughs> uh, they
1: do do a good job. I mean, the whole game. They're big story beats obviously towards um, towards other parts where like they really humanize people you have to kill and stuff like that and you're you're like holy shit but yeah I agree that like whenever they're talking it's either just like jargon of like oh you hear about how this guy killed
0: everyone over there and it's like yeah they're talking about me I killed everyone Um, (laughs) yeah no it's it's exactly that kind of thing where you know everyone's just trying to survive and so you really get that sense obviously the hunters in this game are doing it in a kind of scummy way where they're just capturing travelers who are are coming through pittsburgh but you know at the end of the day they're just dudes trying to do the same thing joel is yeah exactly kind of they're not escorting the savior of humanity but (laughs) um yeah i always i love that and i think it was another thing where i just like really hadn't seen that in the game before where i was like oh like these are people and they're directing them like people they're not like uncharted cannon fodder where they're just faceless militia men that i gotta plow through yeah um and they give like both sides obviously like you sometimes i
1: think in pittsburgh specifically like when you first arrive you see their like room full of like dead bodies and you're like holy shit these people are scum <laughs> like they just yeah trap and kill people like crazy um yeah absolutely but obviously they're surviving just like joel and ellie are trying to do because you're killing an
0: insane amount of people as well yeah you're leaving a, a trail <laughs> of bodies um now oh, what was i gonna say oh well um but yeah so i think and the first moment in this game that really shocked me after joel's daughter getting killed which actually didn't shock me the first time let me talk about the marketing real quick okay um when the last of us one came out they did this thing where they released like the first however many minutes of the game which was literally just the intro section Mm -hmm. and so i like an idiot just watched it i just watched the whole intro on youtube like a week before the game came out Mm. and i realized how dumb i was to do that (laughs) um because I it would have been way better experienced just starting the game and being like, oh, I'm playing as this teenage girl and oh oh no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so the Sam and Elliot ending, I believe that was their name. Their names. Um, yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Their ending was like Henry so shocking to me. Henry and Sam. H- Henry and Sam, right, right. Um I was I just like couldn't believe it and the way they cut it off just him like freaking out and Joel being like just give me the gun and he shoots himself like holy shit dude I did not expect that to happen at all I was I like I thought we were
1: about to like have a standoff where like Joel was gonna be like get shot somewhere or something was gonna happen like I thought this was gonna be like an elongated like huge battle or something at the game but it just, <laughs> and so I did not expect him to just kill himself immediately.
0: Yeah. I was like, holy it's, shit. It's like our first example of like this insane tragedy within the apocalypse itself of like these two brothers who are just trying to get by and and the kid like wants to keep a toy from the toy store, but his brother's like, no, we can't like take extra shit. We don't need it. Nelly saves it for him. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, it's one of those things where like he can't even play with that toy because by tomorrow morning, he's a Zambo. Oh, yeah. And, and I mean, they
1: they always end, like, each season with, like, something insane. And then it says, like, fall. And you're like...
0: Yeah. You're yes. like, no, wait, what? <laughs> you're
1: like, oh. <laughs> um,
0: oh, there's a, there's another season and something terrible just happened. Like, oh, my God. Which are, yeah. Which, no, they do a great job with that. Which I think is great because you're just like...
1: Because they immediately ignore what just happened, like they don't I don't think they mentioned that like the rest of the game. Yeah, but yeah immediate they like can't even talk about it because it's like fall and it's Joel and Ellie like months later like they're not going to still be
0: talking about that shit and you're just Yeah. Like, oh. it's it's like just uh, it's just things that happened because the world is just awful and cruel now. Um, You know what I'm thinking now that we've talked about it is I feel like before every, you know, the title card comes up and it says the season before that happens after every like groundbreaking event, I feel like Joel should like throw on some shades and be like, (laughs) just another day in paradise <laughs> and then we cut to the title card <laughs> absolutely <laughs> you know because that would show how like nonchalant and like badass and cool joel is yeah about like all this tragedy and danger you know he's like this is another day for me i don't really care <laughs> yeah because like if i were in the zombie apocalypse i feel like i'd be cool and and like ice cold all the time, and have a lot of great one liners to say about things. Yeah. So I feel like they missed that opportunity. Yeah, definitely missed it. Um, <laughs> that's why this game sucks, BB uh yeah yeah i've turned around on because like just imagine we're i'll skip ahead a little bit we can come back the end of fall ends with joel being impaled on like a a steel rod if matt he gets impaled (laughs) (laughs) throws on the shades (laughs) just another day in paradise that
1: would be amazing obviously
0: (laughs) yeah perfect perfect
1: uh more about the sam and henry thing uh (laughs) it's funny because like when um when sam got bit like i knew immediately when he was like when he was just like hesitant like and and henry was like you okay and he was like yeah yeah i'm good Uh, i was like oh yeah this guy got bit um and i was like these game these game writers are bad like he obviously got bit and then um, when Henry <laughs> shot himself I was like never mind I didn't didn't see that <laughs> nope they got it yeah didn't see that didn't it's
0: see also that. like a huge thing with these Last of Us games is because the animation and the facial capture and I actually don't even think they did facial capture for this first one uh, but the animation and directing uh, is so good and the acting is so good that there are so many subtle facial expressions you just can't get in other video games because Naughty Dog is so on top of presentation like there's there's so many little emotions in the faces that like most games just can't do because they can't simulate sort of like facial facial musculature and all that um and so when you say like you see the kid's face and and his performance like that's a big part of it is you're like oh like i'm picking up on that and that happens a lot in last of us 2 where um you play it for a second time and you notice like all the comments and, and faces people are making you're like oh i get that now because of what happens later uh, yeah, yeah yeah
1: there's so many details in this game obviously yeah naughty dog's just so good at making i mean it's so you're reminded of movies when you play this game these this game at yeah. least like a bunch of stuff is in here that is in is in movies but not usually is
0: in a video game so which is great as yeah as someone who likes the, both yeah, the, the barrier to sort of acting and, and emotion and everything is so small in these games because they can just basically put human people in front of you. And obviously they're animated, but they look so real that you can read that kind of stuff where you can't uh, in something, you know, more uh, artistic, not artistic, but something more like Breath of the Wild, you know, where everyone has to make big expressions because mm-hmm. their faces are are like cell shaded and kind of flat yeah yeah
1: um but yeah i guess we can move on to fall then
0: yeah um
1: where they finally get to tommy um which that had been happening for a while at this point when i got there i was like yes we're finally there especially when we got to the dam and we immediately see him i'm just like oh thank god um, yeah but Yeah, and uh, I mean, this is fall. It's a new season. It's beautiful
0: there in Wyoming at this point, which is super far away from Pittsburgh. So (laughs) yeah, right. They've come so far. Yeah, uh, and Ellie still hasn't learned how to swim. That's (laughs) my one thing. Listen here, Neil Druckmann. Listen here. uh, Joel's like, oh, I got to teach you to swim someday. Like you've been crossing America for like, let's say six months at this point. Just throw her in a river and be like, this is how you swim. Yeah. I feel like it comes natural the older you get to. I
1: don't, maybe I just can't relate to people who don't know how to swim because I've known how to for like my whole life. But yeah, it, it feel to me, it feels natural. I guess, I guess other people and she's pretty old. She's like 14. So I feel like she's, yeah, she's got to have some instincts towards how to swim when she's in the water. But they, yeah, yeah, they kept well, making I, they kept like even in even towards the end she was like oh i know what we could do when this is over you could teach me how to swim and it's like <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah as i'm dragging like a fucking board through the water for like the 15th time yeah. and feel like get on it's
0: it's obviously like a gameplay thing <laughs> yeah. where they're like oh well I, I think part of it is because it's a game they want to build that relationship between you and ellie as well as joel and ellie mm-hmm. Um, and I think a big way to do that is the idea that you're helping her. Yeah. Um, and I think that's a really simple way to be like, oh, well I have to help Ellie across this body of water cause she can't swim. Uh, and that's just a nice like gameplay way to make you feel a connection to that character of like, this is, this is my companion and I have to help them any way I can. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, fall fall is uh pretty, pretty good
1: because I like the horse, parts. I like riding a horse. It was fun. I got to go fast, (laughs) got to go fast. And I really liked the university of Eastern Colorado part. Um, yeah. Just seeing like a campus was kind of cool. I miss college. (laughs) Um, yeah. (laughs) uh, but yeah, the ending of this one is the ending of fall is nuts. I mean, I like, I know that Joel's in the second one, so I knew he was not going to die, but I was still like, holy shit <laughs> like this is nuts because like yeah. that i oh like it just i don't want that to ha- i don't want to be impaled <laughs> and just like yeah s- no one does uh, just seeing that happen to joel and then like playing as him as like after that happened to him like was like a stroke yeah, he was all fucked up he's, it was it's it was so good it was so good
0: <laughs> yeah really clever way to like manipulate that where he can't like vault over anything anymore yeah. and he's just like stumbling around um, I do want to quickly go back cause there's a scene where Ellie runs away when she finds out that Tommy is going to be taking her the rest of the oh, way. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they have that great, great scene where El- Ellie's reading the diary of this time. girl from the old world yeah. and being like, is this all they had to worry about? Like <laughs> this is so dumb, you know? <laughs> yeah. Which I found funny. I was um, like, yeah, you're right.
1: It is dumb. We should worry about yeah, But that's surviving. like,
0: <laughs> she's right. Like that's all they had to worry about right. was just like dumb bullshit, not fighting for their lives. And, and getting attacked by crazy hunters. Um, But I also love the conversation that they have where Joel basically snaps back at her being like, you are not my daughter. And I'm like, Joel, no, you don't mean that. (laughs) Um, Yeah. I, I, that conversation
1: was really good too. I'm mad that I missed, I forgot about it, but yeah, that was a really good, good
0: moment where they are fighting kind of snap at each other. And Joel's like, I'm not taking you.
1: Tommy's taking you.
0: Yeah. Um, and Joel gets that picture of his daughter from Tommy, which he probably hasn't like seen his daughter's face in like twenty years, yeah. which is kind of crazy. Yeah, um, it's it's a lot of like really great character building for Joel in that Tommy section mm-hmm. of like he's so reluctant to like let anyone in. He's he's trying to be Bill as as hard as he can. He wants that town. Yeah, he, but <laughs> Ellie's saying no. You can't have the town, Joel. You have me. It's me or a town. <laughs> Joel's putting on his like top hat and his monocle and he's like I'm gonna be a mayor and they're like
1: Joel not yet <laughs> you gotta go you gotta take Ellie you gotta
0: care about someone Joel
1: yeah but I do like how Ellie was like reluctant Ellie was like Ellie wanted Joel but um, he she yeah. wanted a companion and didn't want to go with Tommy like and I felt that. that was, I don't know that was that was a really good plot point, and I'm glad that Joel uh, decided to take her in the end
0: yeah, good choice, Joel. Would have been weird if you played the rest of the game's time. <laughs> um, but yeah, and then
1: like, I don't know. And there was such a good time to cut to at the end of fall where he falls off the horse and you're like, what, what happened to him? Is he okay?
0: Yeah. Yeah, I remember playing that for the first time. Be like, no way. He's not dead. Like, that can't be. Because I thought maybe like, because here's the, brilliant thing about that is they uh Joel falls off the horse they cut straight to winter you know we have that scene where the arrow hits the bunny which is incredibly realistic looking which is wild yeah. um i don't know if you've ever seen this there's a great um reaction some this girl was twitch streaming the game and obviously she just gets through the whole fall part and being she's like completely traumatized <laughs> by what happened in fall yeah. and then winter starts and there's a bunny and she's like Oh, a bunny. <laughs> and then the arrow just shoots through it. <laughs> she just freaks out. That's amazing. Uh, it's such a great reaction. Yeah. Um, but obviously the real surprise there is that it's Ellie hunting the rabbit. And in my brain, I was like, holy shit. Am I just playing the rest of the game as Ellie? And like yeah. now she has to get to Salt Lake by herself. Yeah. Um,
1: that's the brilliant part. It was, about it was it. really
0: solid like tension the way they introduced it.
1: Yeah, that's the brilliant part about it is you legitimately are like, is Joel? Okay um yeah because you're like i'm playing as ellie now like this is it huh like i'm just playing as Mm -hmm. ellie here
0: yeah and that's i want to mention quick in that documentary they also uh mentioned this basically when they were doing the press circuit for this game before it came out all the journalists were like uh do you play as ellie in the game and everyone across the board was like no you do not play as ellie your joel is the main character he's the playable (laughs) character (laughs) And then in the documentary, Neil Druckmann is basically like, yeah, we knew, always knew you were going to play as Ellie in this section, but we really wanted it to be a surprise. So we just lied. <laughs> and uh, it, it works because everyone was surprised. And he was like, sorry, games journalists, but we, we had to keep this one secret. Yeah, makes sense. Uh, and I'm, I'm glad they did because that is a great surprise. Um, yeah. Playing as Ellie. But it's it's just so funny to me that they were like, you know what? let's just lie about this one yeah. let's not tell them i mean that's what i would like it's similar it, that's yeah. the same
1: thing like movie directors aren't asked like spoilers for their game or for their movie for
0: their movie like they're not like <laughs> marty what's what's gonna happen in your new game <laughs> but yeah they're never like video game <laughs> is is that like a, a daniel day lewis <laughs> no, no marty that that's an, you know what never mind <laughs>
1: uh yeah marty's never asked if uh the make if uh <laughs> al pacino's gonna die at the halfway point <laughs> and he's never like yeah yeah he is i can't lie to you guys he's gonna die
0: like now marty <laughs> i'm looking at the poster for gangs in new york here and i see leonardo dicaprio and i see daniel day lewis but tell me is cameron diaz going to be the main character for the second half of the movie yeah <laughs> <laughs> What? <laughs> How'd you know? uh Yeah. Uh, shit, they figured it out. Marty, just lie, just tell him. Cameron Diaz isn't the main character for <laughs> the second half of the movie.
1: Um, yeah, that's the interesting part about games, I guess. Is well, there's not. I feel like there's not. None of them are as story based as like this usually. So you can spoil mm-hmm. things like that usually in the interviews. Um, yeah. At this time, um, they're just like no putting our foot feet no you down. don't play as Ellie uh, but yeah winter is fantastic holy cow well game oh, gameplay yeah. it's, wise it's too. by
0: far my favorite season
1: honestly this was my favorite gameplay of the entire game too. spring actually was pretty good gameplay too but I really liked the gameplay I loved playing as Ellie uh, as I mentioned the gun hurt she got OP weapons so I was like I <laughs> yeah I absolutely love <laughs> Ellie OP um, and you had uh, Ellie running into
0: to uh, David. David. Yes. Who, Nolan North's character which shocked me when I found out that it was Nolan North doing oh that wow, voice.
1: Nolan North hey, eh?
0: yeah it's fucking Nolan North doing that like nasally <laughs> like little man voice. Wow. I, I was like if they do a movie of this I, Adam driver should
1: play this guy. Uh, I just want Adam driver. Oh to be in it. That would be good casting. I'd feel bad for Adam Driver playing that yeah, guy, though. <laughs> but I feel like he he could play him pretty well. Uh, yeah. um but yeah, that was like I think that this this whole story was great because uh, David is like a part of the group who like Joel and Ellie ran into at the university where they just like mowed him down, and and David's and his whole group are like super pissed at Joel for that. Um, and yeah. not really Ellie. Like they're mainly blaming Joel. They're like that dude who destroyed all of us. Uh, yeah. Even though Ellie was also there. She's a girl. She's like a 14-year-old girl. So no one's like, yeah, she's a 14-year-old <laughs> girl.
0: They're not going to be like, I bet it was
1: you. <laughs> yeah. Um, whereas David was like not at, I mean, obviously David, once we learn about that, David is not as bad because him, him and Ellie are like fighting a bunch of zombies together, which is one of my favorite gameplay parts because I don't I'm not like trying to get from point A to point B in that one. It was like it was like Call of Duty zombies. <laughs> you were just like, <laughs> yeah, it just survived. Yeah, I was like, you're just staying in one place while zombies ran at you, which I enjoyed um, and I thought was fun. And then David gains respect for you because he's like, oh, this is, this kid's pretty good. Yeah, and that helped me. <laughs> and it's
0: it's an it's another great like gameplay meets story element where because they want you to trust David. <laughs> Um, and they want you to see him as like, not the worst guy. He's, you know, he's just another guy out there. He's trying to survive. And so as Ellie, you, you want to trust him cause he might have medicine to help Joel. Um, he wants that deer that she just killed and then you fight alongside each other. And so again, you're building that connection cause you're helping each other survive. So when the turn comes with David, it's, uh, It's a big old surprise. Yep. Absolutely. And I like how in the section you're like
1: switching between Ellie and Joel, but like it's never, Joel never comes to save the day or anything. you literally, every time you, I feel like switching to Joel makes you think like, Oh, now Joel's going to save the day. But yeah, but they always cut away from Joel and go back to Ellie. And then Ellie's the one who ends up finishing like the storyline basically. So yeah the fact that they kept they kept going to joel it was but it was still like helpful to cut to joel because he because he he kept um fighting to find ellie um it's while recovering which yeah which was great and then um yeah just the whole god th- th- this whole section is just so so good And David's great. Yeah, I
0: I love this. This section of the game really defines Ellie as like being able to handle herself finally. Um, Just completely operating without Joel and her taking care of him now. Um, But I love the Joel sections where he's just like mercilessly hunting these people down, trying to find Ellie. Mm -hmm. The scene where he's interrogating the two dudes and he's like, you make a mark on this map where they are and he better have the same answer. Mm But then he kills the dude and he's like, oh, well, how are you going to know if I'm telling the truth? And he goes, doesn't matter. I believe him (laughs) and just kills him. So good. Like Joel is just like completely just like an animal at this point. He's going to do whatever the fuck to like get her. He's basically like back in his hunter mode. Oh, yeah. Like pre Boston. Like I know how to fucking get people and that's what I'm going to do to find Ellie. Yeah. And like they're even scared of him. Like the gameplay points
1: when you're playing as Joel and you like kill a couple people and then the rest of the people like retreat. They're like, holy shit, let's get out of here. Yeah. Um,
0: Yeah. Did you ever have a, a point in the game? Cause this is actually another really great bit of AI. If you like, beat an enemy down but don't kill them like you can point your gun at them and they'll actually like beg for their lives for a brief moment yeah i
1: don't think that ever happened
0: yeah so this also happens in the second game so maybe you can try it there but like there are moments where if you like do a melee attack and knock a guy over and then pull out your shotgun and point it at them the guy will be like no 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 like don't um and then if you like hold it there they'll jump up and try and attack you so you do have to kill them but it's it's so clever. It's another way they humanize their their AI and their enemies is like, oh, they don't want to die, and they're looking down the barrel of a gun. Yeah, uh, um, that's great. So. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Um, but I like it. both of them. Both Joel
1: and Ellie are ruthless because it ends with her just like fucking ruthlessly killing yeah, ma-
0: macheting that dude. Yeah, which is just like even Joel like seems surprised. He's like, holy shit. Um, yeah. Well, he is a cannibal, rapist, pedophile. So. Yeah.
1: I wouldn't say he didn't deserve yeah, it yeah he definitely deserved it <laughs> um, but that whole that whole section too where you're like sneaking around uh, in that that restaurant with David and you're just like I, I like that whole gameplay sequence too and it's the fire is getting bigger and bigger yeah it's just so cinematic like it's the, all these parts mm-hmm. are so cinematic and amazing and everything's like evolving around you while you play which is great.
0: Yeah. And and it culminates with Joel finally showing up after Ellie has taken the dude out. And it's like one of the more raw emotional moments that like stuck with me forever, which is Joel just shows up. He sees what Ellie has done. He just grabs her and he's like, I've got you. I've got you like baby girl. Don't worry. And you're like, oh my God. Like they're, they're, they're inseparable at this point. Like the, the, sort of alignment is complete. They are basically father daughter now, yep, it's, um, but it, it's like so tragic and, and yet so like almost uplifting to like see them finally reunited. You're like, Oh, thank God they're back together. Yeah. Um, even though it sucks that Ellie had to like straight up traumatize herself to get out of that.
1: Yeah. And it sets up what happens in the next season very well uh, too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. At, at this point you're like, these two are so close um, and Joel's actions in the next season make sense because of everything that happened here. Uh, yeah. But yeah, spring was, after that moment, spring was like a nice, like at the beginning, like they always do, it was a nice little calm moment, especially this one, because this one, you. I mean, Ellie's, like, not responding. She's being unresponsive to anything Joel's saying, like, which I thought was clever. Yeah. Um,
0: oh, and it starts off where she's on the freeway, and you see that, like, engraving of a deer. Yeah. And and Ellie's just, like, having her PTSD, mm-hmm. like, moment where it's like, oh, shit. <laughs> like, you're never going to look at deers the same way again. Yeah, exactly. Um, and you have, like, I always love when they, like,
1: mess with, like, gameplay stuff. In the story and one example of that is like right there where you do that classic press triangle to like lift ellie up so she can get you up to a ledge um but this time like ellie's not paying attention <laughs> and you press triangle and yeah. he's just like sitting there like you gonna come <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah uh-huh. no i love when games do that like mess with the gameplay systems mm-hmm. um to to do a story it's like a a doki doki literature club kind of yeah, thing yeah um
1: and then you get to see giraffes, which is beautiful, which, and that, that snaps oh Ellie out of it. God, Ellie's dude. like, Ellie's like, oh, giraffes giraffes. Um, and they lead up to, they like,
0: Ellie like sees them and you're like, I want to see, what is it? What are you looking at? Yeah. Like what, what's <laughs> she looking at? Like what's going on? That, that moment is probably one of like the most iconic moments in the game, if not in just gaming history, yeah. um, those giraffes. Cause it's just such, it's like the one truly pure moment yeah. in this whole nightmare that's been going on is the fucking, you know, Salt Lake City Zoo busted open and now there's just giraffes wandering yeah. Utah. Yeah, which is great. Um, it's, it's so beautiful. I, I love that moment to death. Uh, yeah, it's so good. Uh,
1: and especially because it's like what the, it's what you need and it's what Ellie needs at the same time. Like you just yeah, went. Absolutely. Yeah. It's just like a breath of fresh air after some fucked up shit you just saw. So it was very nice and um i like how this season was great too obviously and it was you had your little getting to getting to the hospital part was nice and quick just like getting around the city which was nice um and then you're at the hospital with the fireflies all of a sudden and
0: yeah they they rescue you right like you're fighting the infected and then they come in and and help you out get you the hospital um
1: Ellie what happens to Ellie oh yeah you guys both like fall into the rapids or something like that mm-hmm. and Ellie gets knocked out and isn't breathing so Joel's trying to save her and then fireflies come right fireflies come to come and uh knock him out basically while he's trying to give uh to give <laughs> Ellie some breath again and he's like super pissed
0: yeah. those fucking fly- fireflies man
1: yeah. um but the fireflies do save Ellie, don't worry. They should, they 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 yeah. need her alive for a little bit longer. <laughs> they, they
0: they certainly do, don't they? Um, yeah, it's I think what's really awesome is the fireflies are never like portrayed as the heroes, which I think is so interesting cuz usually when you have like resistance groups and people who are like fighting for our future, they're all very noble. Um but even from the beginning of the game, they're like yeah, these dudes like blew up a security station in Boston and they're like terrorizing people. They're fighting like for their freedom and and for what they see as the future, but they're like also creating more violence. Like they're contributing to the lawlessness, which is like such interesting world building in, in this kind of story. Cause you really, cause obviously the Fireflies think they're right. And you get that voice line in the very beginning of the game where Marlene is like, you know in the darkness look for the light like the fireflies will will help you um but they're you know they're just another faction that's that's going to kill whoever they have to kill to get what they want yeah they're
1: more they're not about helping clearly at the end they're not about helping like the individual person they're about helping the human race i guess more than anything Uh, they don't care yeah they they don't care if they have to, to kill some people to get there
0: uh yeah, but even that moment of them like showing up, and instead of like they see a man giving a girl yeah. CPR, <laughs> and instead of them being like, "Oh, hey, let's let's help these strangers out," they're like, "Nope, too dangerous," and they fucking knock Joel yeah. out. Like that's such a a Firefly move of like progress, but in the most violent way possible. Yeah. Um, so
1: I mean, the whole setup for the for the final, I guess, the climax of this game is um, that. Marlene tells Joel that they basically need to remove um, part of Ellie's brain in order to get this cure, which will is going to kill Ellie. So uh, Joel doesn't like that. Joel's very close to Ellie, clearly. No, not a fan. No. Um, But it's, I mean, what's, it's, it's a great dilemma because I think like even I was thinking, well, like, yeah, I like Ellie a lot, but yeah, this also would save like a lot of infected people so the, i guess that's like is is ellie's life worth that i guess is the big question here
0: yeah and i mean this is perspective that we don't have but this is literally the question of like you're a father you have a daughter like would you yeah. let her be killed to s- potentially save the human race and i think most parents would probably do what joel oh, did yeah, absolutely like, I don't think any parent wants to have their kid die, even if it means like millions are saved. Like that's your fucking kid. And that's where Joel at, is at this point. And that's why it works where you're like, fuck yeah, Joel, we got to go get it. Yeah. Like I don't, I, I played this like
1: I was Joel. Like I think my, I think yeah. I would have been a lot more hesitant in this situation because I don't, I've never had a daughter. I don't know what it's like, but yeah. uh, I, I played as Joel. Like I knew Joel was like, I'm going to kill everyone in this fucking place to to make sure she doesn't die which she did as, which I did, I guess as him. (laughs) Yeah, you did that. (laughs) Um, but yeah, at some point I, I think I got very frustrated. Like this is obviously supposed to be the hardest part, but I got frustrated at some point. It was the final challenge. We got frustrated at some point. I was like, I'm just going to try to like sprint, all the way there like i'm just gonna avoid all this and i was like that isn't working um but i I eventually i eventually got it i figured it out which was rewarding so yeah and then yeah the whole scene where you're like actually in the room with the doctors and they're unarmed and like you just have to
0: one of them's got a scalpel
1: (laughs) and like (laughs) that's dangerous true um like everyone else is armed and now you get to this room and everyone's unarmed, and it's like well i gotta gotta kill these people now Uh, which which i did almost immediately playing as joel i was like joel's just gonna kill these fuckers i'm kept killing
0: oh absolutely the first time i played that game i just ran into the room and the doctor pointed the scalpel at me and i was like don't you fucking touch (laughs) her and i just shot her in the face and i shot the other doctor in the face and i picked up ellie what's funny is you only have to kill the doctor pointing the scalpel the other one won't stop you oh okay interesting no, no, um, I Killed all. I, yeah, I killed that them. that I found out on like my second or third playthrough, <laughs> where I was like, "Oh, I just got to kill the one guy. The other ones <laughs> too yeah, afraid." Yeah. yeah, I killed.
1: The, I killed them all. Um, yeah, but yeah, before that as well, there was a Marlene recording that, that was just great of her talking to Ellie's mom. I guess it was a recording for Ellie's mom, even though I don't think she's alive anymore. She was just making no. I th- I'm Ellie, both of yeah. Ellie's parents, I'm almost certain Yeah, but dead. she was saying something talking to Ellie's mom and like it was just like a heartbreaking recording and I love how many pauses were in it, like it was so slow, but it, and, and that really added a lot because you could tell Marlene was like having a lot of trouble actually with this decision uh,
0: because she was uh, yeah, because Marlene like took care yeah. of Ellie to a certain extent in Boston and so like she cared about her too um but yeah it's i mean it's that insane decision and obviously the fireflies are going to do what they have to as part of their movement um oh vanishing blank, <laughs> uh, <laughs> classic but yeah it's it's really just like a rock and a hard place at that point but yeah as as joel and like from joel's perspective like that's you got to do what you got to do and uh if, if that doctor's standing in the way, and I know a lot of people are like, well, I didn't want to kill the doctor. Like, I don't, like, he wasn't, uh, like, no. it's Joel. Ultimately, like, this game is not your story, which is most video games are like, build your own story. It's your adventure. Fallout 3. <laughs> um, but this game is straight up like, no, this is a story being told to you, and every action you do is an action that Joel takes. It's an action that he would make. And so you get to play that. You get to interact with that. But at the end of the day, Joel kills that doctor because that's what Joel would yeah, do. Yeah, exactly. Um, which I think is great. I mean, that's in movies, you
1: don't have a choice on what the main characters do. So, yeah. That's, I mean, this is supposed to be a cinematic experience. I like it. Um, and God, it was just. I don't know because the whole thing is I I wanted to know what Ellie would have would have done in that situation because I I think there's a reasonable argument that Ellie would have said yeah I'll let them do this yeah um,
0: and and she kind of alludes to that in the beginning of spring where she's like you know all all this stuff she says like all of this everything that I've done it can't be for mm-hmm. nothing and uh, yeah it's it's sort of Ellie coming to grips with that like I think she even has in the back of her head that maybe this like cure thing might kill her or like it, i think it's maybe her rationalizing like this has to work like i can't have come all this way for this to be nothing yeah exactly um that's that's her main concern i think yeah
1: which is basically like her last sentiments of the entire game which i thought were super mm-hmm. super good just the entire and after the climax even like is just so good with with um them in the car and Joel like lying to her straight up. I was like, Oh God, he's lying. Oh, which makes sense. I don't know. Like she, if, if he's, she's going to be super pissed at him. I feel like if he told the truth there, um, I guess, uh, yeah. And yeah, she, and just like the final line of them, like right outside of they're almost back home and just her having so much survivor's guilt and like, it's just it hits so hard and then joel like doubling down on his lie and being like yep no, i'm telling the truth
0: yeah straight up and ellie just says okay and she has that look where you're like you know she doesn't really really believe it but she has to like this is where she is now so she has to believe that's the truth yep um that that ending just destroyed me the first time i played it like i couldn't believe it um again like a video game thing most video games end with like hey you did it um and this video game literally ends with you didn't do yep. it <laughs> um yes and and there's a good a good reason you didn't do it uh which is so just different from from the stories we're used to of like in any other video game you would have shown up the hospital they would have been like we got a sample of her blood humanity's saved and they all have a party <laughs> Uh, and Joel cooks up a big steak <laughs> and he puts on his shades and he says, another day in paradise. <laughs> That's not um, what happened. <laughs> no, it's, it's so visceral and so real. And it's like, not only is he like lying to Ellie to protect her from the fact that she would have died, but also lying to her to like disguise the fact that he did something so heinous as to shoot up a hospital and, and to kill the doctors that were going to operate on her. Mm-hmm. Um, like you know from any other perspective that's like an act of evil honestly yeah. you know depriving the world of of a cure to the zombie virus is insane uh-huh. but you understand it which is crazy <laughs> it's that's why the ending is just such complex feels because you're like i i feel like i did the right thing but at the same time like i did a bad thing yeah
1: exactly but it's br- it's so brilliant it's so good but that yeah. they were able to to make it debatable like would you do what joel did or would you not like that's that's the great part about it Um, because it's seen i mean on the outside you're like like i feel like if i asked someone who had played the game they'd be like "Oh, obviously i'd say the world but if you had just played that entire game as joel and like saw his experiences like your answer is different your answers yeah completely different
0: yeah it's and this is, I won't, uh, this is very surface level, no spoilers, but basically like part of the controversy of Last of Us 2 is people basically having been fed a like brief synopsis of what the whole game is about and people making judgments based off of that. Whereas like Last of Us 2 has to be played um, because you're just not going to get the full scope of what that game has to offer unless you play it. Uh, a synopsis will never do that plot justice. Yeah um and i think it's it's similar for this one where if someone came up to you and were like yeah so you have the cure to the zombie virus and then at the end of the game you decide you love the cure too much so you you stop it and you just leave the world to rot in zombie hell, people will be like, wait, what? That's not satisfying. Yeah, no. Like, that's not a cool thing. <laughs> I don't think there are like any, I mean, that's what's so
1: great about video games is like, I don't think there are any video game plots that I would read and be satisfied with. Like all the amazing video game plots are great because they're like experienced in video game form and like a long form that really connects you to the characters in the story. And like, I don't know the twist at the end of Bioshock is not as cool to read, like, it's... <laughs>
0: oh, absolutely. <Yeah. laughs> I mean, Bioshock is literally playing with the concept of what video games yeah. are. Like, the moment you find out that would you... Spoilers for Bio- <laughs> Bioshock. But the moment you find out that would you kindly isn't just, like, a thing he says, but, like, commanding you to play the video yeah. game, and then going to play that game again, and you're like, the first time he says would you kindly, you'd be like, no, I'm <laughs> <as well>, not <laughs> yeah, going to do exactly. it. <laughs> but, like, what choice do you have? If you're playing the game, like... It's it's such incredible internal logic of of that game to be like this is the trigger word that forces you to do the thing and you don't even know you're being forced yeah, to do exactly. it exactly like um, <laughs> look at different look at video games <laughs>
1: like what like why are you doing yeah. this stuff um why yeah. why are you doing all this stuff the video games telling you to do huh how do how do you know yeah this I right mean thing? it's.
0: Uh, I'll also say like I think like The Walking Dead game I think we talked about on our post show last week um that the first season of that game I felt like I connected to the characters more than any season of the TV show Agreed. of Walking Dead just because of the way they present it to you the way that you're able to make decisions it's actually similar to The Last of Us where you're an older guy and you're helping a young girl um who who has no more parents yeah but yeah it's it's one of those things where the The way they present it through the interactive medium, because again, this is uh, what did we call it—an interactive, interactive narrative, uh, narrative experience. Yeah. <laughs> because I'm because I'm involved in this interactive narrative experience, <laughs> cinema, uh, it just elevates everything, and that's why I've always sort of I haven't mentioned it much on this podcast, but like my my belief has always been that narr- video games are kind of the best way to tell a narrative to a certain extent i don't believe that across the board but uh, the most impactful stories for me personally in my life have always been in video game form and they're definitely fewer and far between because of how games are made and and the variety of games but like narrative games that really nail it just hit me harder than anything else yeah i mean
1: it's also i think a big part of that for me specifically is that like It feels like a personal, more personal than a movie. Everyone sees the same movie, but no one, it feels like with a lot of games, no one has played the games the same way, you know, like in your game playthrough of the last of us, you could have killed a horde of zombies a completely different way than I killed them. Uh, I had my own experience in comparison to yours, even though it does hit the same plot points. Um, But in games like the walking dead, season one like you actually have choices that are different like who'd you who'd you let die in this one because i remember there were some where like you could save one or the other person um, and stuff mm. like that which i think is super interesting um well it still doesn't affect the end of the end of the game i don't think it matters because the end of that season is just so sad and so good it's, yeah
0: it's It's really good. Uh, Cam, the third quickly mentions, uh, he says, the ending of Last of Us is also complex (laughs) because it's not guaranteed that there will be a cure after everything, Um, which is also, I think, a valid point. Like, obviously, the Fireflies want to believe that this gives them the cure. Um, She has this mutated version of the virus growing on her brain or not even growing. It's just like there. It's it's benign. Um, But obviously, like with any science, with any medical procedure, there's no guarantee that that leads to the cure. It just takes them maybe a step closer. In my head canon, I feel like it's almost guaranteed that the cure would have worked because that makes the ending so much (laughs) like more (laughs) harder. (laughs) Like it's more challenging to be like, holy fuck, what did I do? But that is a good point. Like and it's, it's definitely something in Joel's mind, at least like what if she's killed and it doesn't mean anything like that would almost be worse than then what Joel did is like her dying for nothing, whereas her living for nothing. At least she's still alive. Yeah, I definitely like imagining that it would have cured more because that <laughs> that makes the ending a lot
1: better than <laughs> if it just wouldn't have done anything Then it's like, Oh, he did the right thing for sure then. Yeah, um, but mm-hmm. I'd like that. It's in question because it's like, did he do the right thing?
0: What the hell is happening? That I, I don't yeah. know if I like this. <laughs> God, yeah, and I remember when the game came out, there were a lot of review discussions. A lot of people were saying, like, holy shit, I was playing as the bad guy the whole time. Yeah. And I I don't necessarily see that. I don't think that's how the, the developers intended it, but it is that thing of, like, in this world, there are no good guys and there are no bad guys. It's just people trying to do the right thing to keep themselves going. Um, but, yeah, it's it's just so weird to sort of commit what on the outside would be sort of an unforgivable act, uh, but be completely on board with it.
1: It's definitely like you see that that's like a theme throughout the whole game is like, it's a doggy dog world now. Like everyone's Mm. trying to survive. Like people like even with like David, you're like, Oh, this guy's awful. But, but at the same time, like Joel killed a bunch of his, his men, (laughs) Joel killed a bunch of the people in his,
0: Like, i would david might be a bad yeah, example yeah. again <laughs> cannibal yeah. rapist but uh, anyone else it's you know it's just like they're trying to survive they're doing it their own way it's it's morally questionable but like there are no laws they're all drinking claws and there are no laws <laughs> and so they're just gonna they're just gonna figure it out also naughty dog can we get the the white claw dlc finally <laughs> Can we just get that patched in
1: in this world they never got to the uh, sparkling alcohol phase
0: i guess oh you're ro- oh holy shit <laughs> you ever think about because the outbreak in this game happens in october of 2013 so like let's think of all the cultural moments they missed yeah. because now of bud this light thing.
1: seltzer only bud light that's all they have <laughs>
0: yeah harambe wow. Harambe probably out there, he's right? He's got him to still be alive. No one like, was able to kill out him. Out in the wild, living his life. No one cared life. to kill him. Like, why would
1: anyone care about killing him?
0: Yeah. Yeah, he's... Just, those... All the zoo animals are free. Harambe... So that's a good thing, I <laughs> Harambe's guess. Harambe's still alive.
1: Um, Did they, do I touch that in part two, or is that a spoiler? I shouldn't... Know.
0: Yeah, and part two, they have a whole section about how Harambe was never killed in this alternate timeline. Harambe.
1: Um, and they all rejoice. They throw a pizza party for Harambe. Ellie and Joel ride Harambe around.
0: Yeah. Every, everyone says dicks in for Harambe. They don't have to take him out.
1: Keep your dicks in for Harambe here, guys.
0: Keep your dicks in. This
1: gorilla is living. <laughs> Do not pull your dick out of your oh. pants right now. You can keep it right in. <laughs>
0: Now is not the time. Um, yeah, they I don't know. They never got a um, childish Gambino. Did he even have an album at that point? 2013. Like,
1: he did have a mixtape. Well, no, because because okay. the Internet, that was 2014. So he had to, uh, whatever the one before it was called. I can't remember. Um, yeah. So yeah, Childish Gambino did have an album out at that point
0: okay okay so we got a little bit we of his music it. but not like any of his his really like big stuff he was still doing his regular rap
1: at that yeah point. well he could make he could have made a this is america would have been a lot different um oh it would have been so different. <laughs> it would have been a lot about zombies for sure
0: <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, and more about, like, man turning on, on fellow yeah. man. Well, it already is about that, all obviously. That. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it's it's about that. A different capacity. I'll tell you what. Way less racism in, in true, this world. Very true. I mean, you can't... No one seems to care about it, racism yeah, anymore. Yeah, because who cares? I, I'm
1: racist towards zombies. That's it. Uh,
0: <laughs> yeah, fuck those guys.
1: <laughs> yeah. Hate them. Um, but, yeah, they missed out on the Irishman. That's what Marty's saying to us right now. Um
0: Oh, yeah. Marty is, is telling us that you would have never made the Irishman in, in that world. <laughs> uh, so that's sad. I, Irishman would have been a great time sink because, like, you know, you, there's nothing to do in the zombie apocalypse. Like, you can sit for three and a half hours and watch the yeah, Irishman. True. Um <laughs>
1: I do, uh, Cam of the Third said Harambe doing a Planet of the Apes in The Last of Us 2. I do want the next Planet of the Apes reboot to, instead of his name being Caesar, it should
0: be Harambe in honor of Harambe. Harambe, yeah, no, that's absolutely something that should happen. <laughs> Harambe <laughs> is home. It's <laughs> <laughs> one ape week harambe strong
1: (laughs) all the all the zoomers would go and watch that watch that reboot
0: oh absolutely yeah um but yeah i just want to make a quick shout out um shout out to fungus zombies that's new (laughs) at least they tried something new and they weren't just regular ass zombies They were fungus zombies i did like how you got a little
1: I mean since it was deeper in like you got to see like the difference between the zombies who had been bitten a while ago and the ones who like maybe more were more recently bitten uh, yeah. I thought that was pretty cool um, and I very much enjoyed the
0: clickers more because they couldn't see you and I was able to sneak around them way easier <laughs> So <laughs> yeah no, the clickers are absolutely terrifying because they are like one hit kill, at least in on like regular difficulty. Mm-hmm. They they were um, one hit kill, on but yeah, the sound design
1: on those guys is so. Oh good. yeah, Miriam was watching me play the whole time. Hated the clickers so much. She was disgusted by those sounds. <laughs> she hated the sounds. Yeah um but yeah i'm god i'm so i'm so excited for the last of us Two now honestly i'm gonna start playing it this weekend
0: boy i'm gonna tell you right now whatever you think you're ready for you're not ready for (sighs) that's why i'm excited for it (laughs) i know like you you don't know like i'm so happy i was able to avoid spoilers i'm happy you were able to avoid spoilers because you are just not You're not whatever is in your brain, throw it in the trash because that's not it. the cover of last Us Two immediately gets me hype. I look at that thing and I'm like, holy shit, this is going to be brutal in some way. And you know what's crazy is the fucking steel book I got over there has a a damn spoiler on it, so I won't even show it to you. (laughs) It doesn't really, but basically the front of the cover is Ellie and the back of the cover is another character. That's all I'll say. Oh, Interesting.
1: Okay. Oh, now you got me thinking. I'm going to stop thinking and just let go and start playing. Just fucking play the game. Hopefully if I finish it, which I'm definitely going to try my hardest to, we'll have it next week for you guys. Last of Us Part 2. That is the plan right now, and I am going to do it. I promise.
0: Yeah. It's a longer game, but I'll what we should do is um, basically just send me updates on where you're at and I can tell you how far in and then we'll have a, uh, a general idea of if, if you're going to be able to do yeah, it in the If week. not um, Palm Springs comes out
1: like Thursday at midnight. So I guess we could probably do that. Uh, but, yeah, we can take which a break would be a quick turnover obviously, but we usually, we both usually watch it on Friday anyways.
0: Um, yeah. S- um and cam the third is hyping you up he he wants you to get Have you play to cam the
1: third i i assume you'll be back next week then uh yeah, yeah i'm excited i'm very excited after because th- that that one was great i mean obviously i put the game down years ago like five years ago i put it down i was like yeah this is i'm not that into it but I, picking it back up again mm-hmm. yeah i gotta admit i was wrong it's fantastic i loved it
0: yeah it's uh It's one of those once in a generation. It's crazy because last of us one came out and it was like the swan song for the PS three. It was like the last major game that came out for PS three. And now seven years later. Last of us part two is really like the last major game that's coming out for PS four before PS five. I hope to God we don't have to wait until the PS five life cycle is done for a last of us three. If they decide to do it, which I feel like they probably will. Um, I'm hoping it's, it's more of a, an uncharted two to uncharted three situation where it's just a few years in between instead of seven. Ooh. Okay. I,
1: I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see my, what my opinion is on this. (laughs) I just can't have any opinions yet. Yeah.
0: Um, but yeah, so man, just like the last of us, part one, 2013, this podcast has been an experience. (laughs) This is a long one. Um, But I'm glad we finally got to talk about it uh, because it's so good. And uh, yeah, until our next episode of Big Boy Gaming, it's just another day in paradise.